Euronet Plus Panorama is a weekly review of European news broadcast by our network of EU radio stations. After Russia cut gas supplies in retaliation for EU sanctions against Moscow for its invasion of Ukraine, energy prices already at record highs since 2021 further soared this year in the bloc. The EU took urgent action to secure gas supplies for the winter, urging member states to fill storage facilities to at least 80% of their capacity before the cold season and to reduce demand for gas. Solidarity agreements were also established between EU countries to help those without storage facilities on their territory. As of the 17th of October 2022, most EU countries had managed to store the required level of gas in their reserves, with an EU average of 92% according to EU figures. Earlier this week, Romania's gas storage facilities were filled to almost 91% of the country's storage capacity. Unprecedented since the Second World War, the energy crisis will be prolonged, warns Professor Daniel Doianu, a Romanian economist and politician, in an interview with Radio Romagna. The energy crisis will last because this massive increase in the relative price of energy means that the tensions in the economy will remain. And that's why I'm talking about attempts to limit the damage. This is not a crisis that can be solved in six months or even two years. So this is a war economy syndrome. Even though no missiles are flying, no bombs are flying, war is in our neighborhood. But you can see it in the very high inflation. You can see it in the cost of utilities. You can see it in the risk aversion of companies. For the subsequent winters, the EU regulation sets a 90% storage target. The coming months are not going to be easy, concurs Spain's Prime Minister Pedro Sánchez. And there is still a risk of a decision by Russian President Vladimir Putin to close all gas pipelines to Europe for good. However, he told the Spanish Senate on Tuesday that no drastic measures will be adopted and no Spanish household will lack energy this winter, as Radio Castilla y León reports. What citizens should be clear about is that we are preparing for all eventualities and they can rest assured. No drastic measures are going to be taken. There will be no blackouts or rationing, nor any of the apocalyptic scenes predicted by the hoaxers. No Spanish household will lack energy for lighting, heating or cooking this winter. This is why the European Commission presented a new package of proposals on Tuesday to curb soaring energy prices and ensure security of gas supply. These measures, which are being discussed at the EU summit on 2021 October, include joint gas purchases, a new complementary benchmark by early 2023 that more accurately reflects gas market conditions, a temporary dynamic price corridor on natural gas transactions to immediately limit prices, and a temporary EU framework to cap the price of gas in electricity generation. The latter, inspired by the one implemented in the Iberian market, intends to cap the price of gas used to generate electricity. Supported by a small dozen of countries including France, Austria and Spain, the Iberian model 
is still met with some skepticism by other countries and by the European Commission, according to Luxembourg radio station 100,7. The model presents certain risks, such as the issue of cross-border flows beyond the EU and the different energy mixes, Claude Tourmes, Luxembourg's energy minister, Experts are currently analyzing where to place the cap in order to ensure that a balance is maintained between hard coal and gas prices, which is particularly relevant for the German market. In addition, there is the problem of the outflow. If these two problems can be solved, the model could in fact lead to lower electricity prices. But there are a couple of technical issues for which, at this stage, we are not sure to find a solution. Brussels has also proposed to set a maximum dynamic price on natural gas transactions at the level of the main EU gas market price benchmark, the Dutch Title Transfer Facility, or TTF in order to immediately better control gas prices. The EU executive has also proposed to develop, by March 2023, a price benchmark, complementary to the TTF, that would be more suitable for the LNG market. Proponents of these measures believe it would more accurately reflect gas market conditions. However, Kostanza Rangelova, an expert from the Bulgarian Centre for the Study of Democracy, doubts whether the will of EU leader is sufficient to reach an agreement on the gas issue. Gas shipments will be redirected to more lucrative markets, she tells BNR. It is very likely that there will be no gas price cap. A cap on the price of gas will not work, because as soon as such a cap is imposed, we, the EU, will stop receiving LNG. The only reason why liquefied gas, which until now was mainly destined for Asia, is now coming to Europe is that the price is currently higher here than there. As soon as we announce this gas price cap, gas will stop coming and we simply won't have anywhere to buy it. Gas prices have stabilized onwards and are back to the level of February when the war started. This is why, if the objective of setting a gas cap should still be pursued, it is somehow less pressing in the short term, says Gitana Snoseda, president of Lithuania, in an interview These proposals, which have not yet been fully implemented, are already having an impact on the market. This could paradoxically lead to the gas price falling to a lower level we had envisaged as the gas price cap. Brussels will need a mandate from member states via a council regulation to revise the main gas price index. However, several countries are opposed to this proposal including Germany. This opposition has recently earned Berlin criticism from other EU countries, but Lionel Julien, a journalist with the Franco-German media outlet Arte, believes that the EU's largest economy is not going it alone. Above all, it needs more time to get its act together, both internally and externally. This, he said in a debate on RTBF, bears some similarities to Berlin's reaction in March 2020 
when the COVID pandemic hit. I think we should already look at the internal political situation in Germany, where there are liberals who are supporters of budgetary orthodoxy, etc., who refuse and who are pro-nuclear, with Greens, who are obviously for renewable energy, etc., and who are much more, I wasn't going to say spendthrift, but in any case, who would agree to move toward more European solidarity. And then Chancellor Schultz in the middle, who is trying to manage all this internally and then externally. We are in the same situation as in March 2020. So what Germany needs is perhaps more time. Another topic that also proved to be divisive within the German coalition was that of extending the lifetime of some of Germany's remaining nuclear power plants. Despite fierce opposition from the Greens, Chancellor Olaf Scholz has decided to keep three nuclear power stations in operation until mid-April next year. An amendment to Germany's nuclear phase-out law, which provides for the closure of all nuclear power plants by the end of this year, is now necessary, Green Federal Minister for the Environment Steffi Lemke told the press. AMS reports. With a draft law, we will now allow the nuclear power plants to continue to make a certain contribution to the stability of the electricity supply in Germany in extending their operation until the 15th of April. After that, this permit ends for good, and so we have now found a good solution to contribute to the security of supply in the coming winter, while making it clear as a federal government that the nuclear phase-out will take place next April. On Thursday, EU leaders met to try and find a compromise on these measures at the European Council. On the eve of the summit, the European Parliament in Strasbourg urged EU member states to unite and speed up the implementation of bold common solutions to the crisis. MEPs warned the EU against Moscow's attempts to stamp the Union's internal divisions by fueling an energy crisis. Slovenian MEP Matias Nemec from the Socialist and Democrats group told Slovenian broadcaster RTV Slow that while some good measures are now on the table, they need to be acted upon quickly. We are calling for a price cap on natural gas and for electricity to be priced independently of the price of gas. I expected the Commission's proposals to be a step in this direction, but unfortunately this has not happened. That's it for today. We meet again next week for another episode of our Panorama podcast. Bye.